This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. World of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. Dr. Sabrina, let's do a sound check. Amen. All right. My audio coming through your headset okay? Yes, sir. All right. Fantastic. How you doing today? I'm blessed. I'm running around, but that's okay. <laughs> losing track of time. Hey. Getting blessed out in the grocery store. <laughs> you name it. Just a normal day in the world. <laughs> hey, being busy is a good thing, and uh, we are blessed to have you back Everybody, welcome aboard. We're here with Dr. Sabrina Sessions of Miracle Internet Church in Jacksonville, Florida. And um, happy uh, Thanksgiving to you. Uh, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Are you going to eat turkey? Uh, yes, I have some smoked turkey legs that I'm going to enjoy. And I have some uh, Cornish hens in the bathtub. Oh, wow. <laughs> In the bathtub. Wow. Yeah, they have to thaw out. <laughs> I've, I've literally been running today. And uh, I, I have turned off everything in the kitchen, so we're safe now. It's, it's okay. And uh, when you call, I was actually in the line at, at the post office. The post office is literally uh, right up the street. Oh, and uh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably going to be closing pretty soon. <laughs> uh, no, they're not going to close till a little later today. Well, can you hear me well? Oh yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay, good. So, do you, uh, you do you do all your cooking? Are uh, you gonna make like stuffing and mashed potatoes and gravy and all that good stuff? Biscuits? Rolls? I'm not doing that this year. Uh, I did normally when I do all of that, I do that for the church. Well, this year I was too tired, so I'm going to just do a little bit for me, and um, that's going to be it. 
Hey, that that sounds sounds good. You know, hey, Cornish hens are a great way to do Thanksgiving. Um, yes, they are. Easier. Everybody gets to have their own, and they can do whatever it is they want to do. <laughs> you know, I, I like that idea. That's uh, typically what we do is uh, they got places all over here that have rotisserie chicken. So mm-hmm. we just usually go pick up some of those. Now, um, you can also get duck over here. Duck is as plenty as this chicken. So somebody asked oh, me, are you going to eat duck for Thanksgiving? I could. I've eaten duck plenty of times. But, you know, sometimes if all else fails, I just go wing it by going over to KFC. Pun intended. <laughs> you don't know the times I've actually spent Thanksgiving sitting at a KFC. That was all that was open. <laughs> and uh, they didn't celebrate Thanksgiving so in all, places, you know. You all, don't have a, you all don't have a Popeye's or a Bojangles? Not I know you don't have a Publix, but you oh, know. Boy. <laughs> well, no shortage of chicken. So, uh, and there are there are turkeys oh. you can get. Uh, they're frozen, and there may be some pub open that. Um, well, for example, there's a British pub here that serves turkey every Sunday, but I don't think oh. they're going to serve it for Thanksgiving. So we could always delay and just have it on Sunday. But um, they do it every week if you want turkey. Um, oh. But uh, when I lived in Panama, now they had a Popeyes chicken. That was pretty amazing. I said, I'm in Panama. They got Popeye's chicken down here? You've got to be kidding me. They had Dunkin' Donuts, McDonald's. You know, you. this was way back before Uber Eats. This was like 2005. You could get on the mm-hmm. phone, call Popeye's, and they would deliver. And uh, oh, yeah. great service overseas in terms of delivery options. But um, no Popeye's here. I sure do miss Popeye's. You shouldn't have mentioned that because uh, I used to stop there every day. <laughs> Give me some of that spicy chicken, the biscuit, um, yeah. mashed potatoes and Cajun gravy, the onion rings, and maybe even an apple pie. Okay. That has I'm to be the best chicken. I'm not eating all that today. I'm fasting today. Oh. Well, <laughs> Poor thing. I know. Poor thing. <laughs> Lord, have mercy on us. Uh, but thank God for the simple things like some chicken, if you can get some good chicken. Um Folks, welcome aboard. This is a live show. Today is November 21st, 2023. The beautiful one's birthday was today. Yay! She turned two years old. I've got to send you a picture. Uh, I'll send it to you via email. Mama took it today, and uh, babies are growing. They're healthy, so praise the Lord for that. Um, Amen. This is the week of birthdays, actually. My brother Cameron just had his first baby on uh, November 15th. Over the weekend. Wow. My brother Damon, who you know, his birthday was the 19th. Jemima was today. And uh, my birthday is tomorrow, the 22nd. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, we love you. Happy birthday to you all and so many more. Wow, that's awesome. Have somebody sing to you. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate that. You're and uh, I praise the Lord for another year. If he tarries, I hope many more birthdays to come. But uh, praise God. I'm, I'm uh, happy to be here. And uh, Sister Sabrina, would you like to open us in prayer? Yes, I would. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you. 
you know, in a couple of days here in the States, we're, we're going to celebrate Thanksgiving. And it's a special time of year, Lord, because we remember you. We think of the sacrifice that you made on the cross, and not just on the cross, but before you ever got to that part, coming here to earth to set us free, to give us a new way of living, a complete new way of living, changing everything from what we had been to what you've called us to be. And we're grateful, Lord. Everything isn't exactly the way we would like, but that's a part of life. And we've matured, and we know that in everything to give thanks, because this is your will in Christ Jesus concerning us. So I want to thank you personally for the life that you have carved out for me. Yesterday wasn't my favorite day, but thank you for today. There's improvement in today. I want to thank you that when I went to the grocery store, I didn't lose my patience. I managed to hold on in spite of the fact that the next lady wasn't very courteous at all. But Lord, you gave me those onions for free. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate what people call the little blessings, because really none of them are little, Lord. They all come from you, and they're all special, and they're all very precious. We thank you for the beautiful one and her entire family, Lord. They are all precious in your sight. I ask you to anoint them, to bless them, to wrap your arms around them, Lord, and let them feel your love. We all need to feel your love, Lord Jesus, from time to time. We need not just to remember that it's words on a page in a Bible. We need to interact with you and interface with you for personal experience and comfort. I want to thank you for Miracle Outreach Ministries and every member of Miracle Internet Church and the local church. They make the difference in my life and in my ministry. That you've given me. I want to thank you for the late uh, Pastor Pat Holiday. The 17th would have been one of her birthdays, but that's the end of her birthdays. We have many more down here. And Lord, we're grateful. Even though life is getting tight and uncomfortable and not pleasing and somewhat more difficult, there is still the grace of God. There is still the love of the Lord. There is still the power of the Holy Spirit. There is still the blood of Jesus. There is still the power in your name, Lord. Your throne is real. We have a real world with a real God and real scriptures that have real meaning to your people. So we want to thank you, Lord. We bless everyone, Lord. And we ask you, Lord, for those that are feeling that they're going to be missing something on Thursday, help them to know that the best blessing is you. Having a personal, intimate, close relationship with you. Because that's really what Thanksgiving is about. And thank you for the food. That's good, too. We like that part. And even though Omega Man's probably not going to eat any sweet potato pie on Thursday, I'll be thinking of him when I eat mine. Amen. Amen. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. I touch you. That sounds good. <laughs> hey, by the way, I want to tell you, um, 
I just found a great photograph of Dr. Pat. I'm and glad. I'll send we it can't. to you. Because I'm, um, I'm doing some restoration on some of the archives, and I was mm-hmm. cutting one the other day, and I said, uh, I don't have a good photograph that's sharp, high resolution. And I said, uh, let me check with Doc Sabrina. And then uh, after you and I uh, spoke, I did a little bit more searching online, and I found one, um, which I think you'll probably create it at some point anyway, but I'll send a copy to you. And uh, by the way, how is Alex and the family doing over there? They're fine. Okay. They've got uh, cats and dogs to boot. Well, when you talk to them, tell them I said hello. I haven't talked to them in a very long time, but I hope they're doing good. And um, praise God for the work you're doing, Dr. Sabrina. And, uh, folks, we'll give you more information at the end of the program. But right now, I'm going to turn the microphone over to you. You've got all the time you want. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Let's see. Where do I want to start, Lord? Ah, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, and all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, agendas, assignments, and every satanic agenda against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan and his agents and his wicked powers. We close and seal all the portals, channels, and open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down the demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every Every form of wickedness there is in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over every occultic spirit, every demonic spirit, every satanic spirit. We bind cults. We bind everything that comes under the umbrella of the Illuminati. We bind covens of witches, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, diviners, pagans, globalists in Jesus' name. We bind their agendas and their assignments and their methodology in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind global takeover in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over the spirits of witchcraft and lawlessness that are rampant through the world. We bind spirits of perversion and idolatry and all the spirits that bring abomination. We bind you all in the name of Jesus Christ. And we loose the power in the name of Jesus. We plead the merits of the shed blood of Jesus over this broadcast and over everyone who's listening. And we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, since we told the Lord thank you, we're going to, he asked me to share with you what I shared with the, uh, the church on Sunday. And it's a sermon about, um, about Ephesians 3.20. So if you have your Bibles, I use the King James Version. If you have your Bibles, we may begin. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. Now unto him that is able to do, exceeding abundantly above, all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us, unto him that is able. God has the ability to far, far, far exceed our expectations. 
And we say, well, you know, he's God. He can do anything. No, 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 no. It comes into a practical living situation if you allow it to. If you take Jesus out of that little box you put him in and let him out, you know, then you get to find out really what he can do. You really get to find if you try to keep him in your little idea of who God is. Okay, I've read 55 scriptures now, uh, Pastor Sabrina, and God's pretty big. You know, he's bigger than the last time you told me about this. Well, I'm glad. But guess what? Throw that box out. Let's start over with no box. Amen. Amen. In this encouraging verse. Three strong power words are grouped together in one intense statement. Exceeding, abundantly, above. Exceeding, abundantly, above. Exceeding means to go far beyond customary bounds. Isn't that wonderful? God's not going to stay in your little box, okay? Or my or anybody else's. So whatever, if you made it a circle, just get rid of it. He doesn't fit there. Amen? He doesn't fit at all. He's already outside your idea and my idea of who we think he is. He's greater than who we believe him, him to be. Amen? Really, yes. Very much so. In scripture, exceeding means to act extraordinarily. To far surpass what could be expected. Extremely outstanding. That's our God. Abundantly means more than generously. Lavishly profusely, exuberantly, plentifully, a quantity so beyond the norm as to be considered more than what one would expect or anticipate. More. God has more. Over-sufficient. God says that he will abundantly bless us And provide in plentifulness all of the good things in life. A profusion of supply or resources. Above means in excess of what is expected. So now, saints, you have to get your mind geared in the right way. Because we're going beyond. What we normally expect God to do, okay, you believe, okay, I pray, Lord, and I ask you to fix this, and when it gets fixed, that's what I ask God for. Well, that's not what God is saying. He heard what you said, but now we need to listen to what he's saying. Amen? Amen. Above means in excess of what is expected. Superior to or better than average surpassing all limitations to transcend an implied limit, measure, or degree. 
it implies going beyond a limit set by custom or by a prior achievement. So whatever God's already done, he does more. Whatever he's already done, he does greater. Whatever he's already done, he exceeds. He does more abundantly. He goes far above. And that's hard for us to conceptualize sometimes. But God's able to do that and is willing and desires to do it. He wants us to expand our belief. Not just our thinking, not just our imagination and our reasoning, but our belief. Because at some point, our belief must touch truth. Our belief, okay, God can do this. It has to touch truth. And that's he can go far beyond. All right? Let me help you here. Now, consider these definitions for just a moment. Consider what we've talked about so far. Then, I want you to envision what God could do in your life and what answers he could send to your prayers. Think about it. Now, increase that expectation beyond what you even think is possible. I know it's a stretch, but faith can do that. Let your faith rest there on the exceptional, the extraordinary, the supernatural, realizing this promise is dependent on the power that works in you. Really? (laughs) Yes, really. That's what he said. Now unto him that is able he can do it, all right? He's, he's got the power. He's got the ability. He has the capability. He has the desire. He has the willingness. He wants to do it. He's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. So your thinker is going to have to go further according to the power that worketh in us. Well, what do you mean by the power that worketh in us? What power? All right, let me help you. The power of our hope. The power of faith. The power of speaking forth the word. Believing. The power of tenaciously holding on. The power of thanksgiving and praise. The power of expecting God to be God. So, I'm going to share a testimony with you. This is not my personal testimony. And I've changed the names so that nobody gets embarrassed. (laughs) But, 
This is the testimony of a fellow minister in Christ. I met him many, 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 many years ago, soon after I graduated from college. So, first, I must tell you that he did not come to the events that are going to be foretold in about a moment, filled with faith. No, no, he didn't. He came just like we do, uh, with doubt, with some doubt, reasonably so. But God demonstrated to him by this scripture, Ephesians 3.20, what he means. He made the scripture come to life. So, if you will. <sighs> He was in doubt and some unbelief. Soon after he came to Christ, we'll call him Paul, okay? We'll call him Paul. Paul was consumed with a passion to win his entire family to Christ. That's what he wanted more than anything else, was to win his whole family to Christ. Some of you feel the same way. So you should be able uh, to relate quite well to how Paul felt. Paul expressed his desire very, very vocally. He wasn't one of these pretender Christians, uh, brill cream Christians, a little devil, do you? Or you don't have to figure out I'm a Christian. He wasn't that kind. He was very vocal and very intense and very passionate. And he still is. Paul expressed this to his loved ones. He let them know. Yes, I know some people still have not witnessed to their own family members. But that's going to change, right? I just know it is. All those members of your family that you've never told about how much Jesus means to you, and you know they need to hear it, you're going to witness to them, right? Because that's part of your mission field. Amen. I knew you were going to. So, he told all of his siblings, his cousins, his aunts, and his uncles, he gave them a clear presentation of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. He was not ashamed of the gospel. Why? Because it's the power of God unto salvation. It's God's power moving towards salvation, bringing in salvation. He was not ashamed. Amen. I'm still proud of him for that. So, many of them came to Jesus. But he had one of his favorite uncles who lived in a small rural community in Wisconsin. <sighs> so, Paul would pray, God, I ask you to send just one born-again believer to Uncle Jack to share the gospel with him. Then Paul admits that his voice would trail off due to the negative thought 
that would echo in his own mind. And this was the thought. There aren't any born-again believers in his area in Wisconsin. There just aren't any. Not one. Faith just did not arise within Paul. You know how it is. You're trying to drum up some faith. Well, the drum quit. Well, you know, saints, sometimes we're like that. And what do you do? You go back to the word and turn your believer back on. (laughs) Turn the switch right back on (laughs) and say, okay, work in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So, finally, you know, Paul was like, what am I going to do about this? So he came up with a plan. Finally, he decided to take things into his own hands and to drive up to visit Uncle Jack from Tennessee. That was a bold move. Amen. However, unknown to Paul, our Heavenly Father had already orchestrated a miraculous answer. See, God is ahead of us. He knows what we want before we want it. He knows if we're going to like it before it shows up. God knows everything, and he can do anything. So, this took a period of time, you know, about two weeks before Paul's road trip, a bus carrying about 20 believers on their way to a retreat near Uncle Jack's town broke down just a couple of miles away from Uncle Jack's trailer. Now, let me paint the picture for you, okay? I want you to see this bus. First of all, these are not your um, um, sophisticated, well-educated, impeccably dressed saints. These are regular saints, if you know what I mean. They have faith. Where we just go, we need to do something else. Mm -hmm. This bus was not the kind of bus that we're envisioning. It wasn't a Greyhound bus. It wasn't one of those Mercedes uh, buses that they use to take their employees wherever. It wasn't a Trailways bus. It was the kind of bus that we would expect to be sitting in a junkyard somewhere. And if you were on it, you wouldn't really want anyone that didn't already really know you extremely well to see you on it. It, That's the bus, okay? Picture that bus. And picture these regular saints, you know. You know, they're just full of the joy of the Lord. And it's the kind of bus that you probably wouldn't even get on because it doesn't appear from looking at it, that it would be safe to ride it. That's the bus, okay? We got the right picture, ride bus. Amen. So, they had plenty of faith. 
They believed God was going to get them from where they left to their destination with no problems. But when the bus got about two miles from Uncle Jack's town, it broke down. And it was just not that far from Uncle Jack's trailer. And that's not all. There's more. Uncle Jack's son-in-law, who is mechanically inclined. I didn't say he was a certified mechanic. Now, did I? I said he is mechanically inclined. Praise God. He lived next door to Uncle Jack. So, Robbie just happened to be the one who stopped to help the stranded travelers. Praise the Lord. Amen. Even though the traveling saints had no money for repairs. Amen. Praise the Lord. Robbie is a kind-hearted person. So in compassion for them, he pulled their broken-down bus with a chain, with a chain to his yard. That is correct. There was no AAA service. There was no record service. Robbie had to use a chain. He had to find the right chain. And they had to attach the bus with a chain to the truck to get it two miles to Robbie's trailer right in the front. Okay? All right. Now we've got the right picture. It's important to have the right picture. It took Robbie several days of diligent sacrificial work to bring the bus back to life. You know what several days means. It means he was on his back, underneath that bus, trying to do this. And and if you know even a little bit about mechanics, you know if you start over here trying to fix this part, then it's connected to some other part that may or may not be working, that's connected to another part that may or may not be working. And then that's connected to something that's connected to what really is the problem. You see, this wasn't during a time. This this uh, testimony took place during a time where you didn't just pull up to the mechanic's shop and they put it on a computer like they do now. No, this was like when you you got your toolbox out and you did manual labor. That's what it's called. Amen? Amen. So now we understand a little better. This is when this is during a time when you say turn the switch that you you understand already what a switch is. Some people in our present day don't quite get the point when you say that. Amen. <laughs> they have different terminology, some of which are just alphabets. Nonetheless, There was no place 
for the saints to stay when they got to Robbie's front yard out in this remote area of Wisconsin. So Uncle Jack and Robbie and his wife let them all stay in their trailers. That's right. No Motel 6, no Red Roof Inn. Praise the Lord. So now let's think for a moment about Paul's prayer. Paul prayed for God to send one born-again believer to Uncle Jack. Robbie wasn't in that part of the prayer at all. Think about it. One born-again believer. So, even though Paul was in doubt, that's why he asked God to send one born-again believer. Well, God sent almost two dozen Christians. About 18 of them. So here we have Robbie and his wife in their trailer and Uncle Jack and his. And now all of these people have to sleep somewhere, have to sit somewhere, have to eat something have to shower someplace because it took several days to get this done and have to go to the bathroom and do all the regular uh, activities of daily living. That's right. They had a church convention of sorts. Amen. (laughs) So, you know how this is. With, with happy Christians, they're, they're in this room they've never seen. There's, there's critters around, too, they've never seen. And the critters are looking at them funny, too. But, you know, it's okay. So what did they do? They held daily worship sessions while they waited. They held prayer meetings and Bible studies and shared the gospel with all of them. And if there was anybody within walking distance, you know they walked up the road to invite those people to the church service. Can't you just see it now? Amen. They just had a wonderful time in Christ. While Robbie was under the bus tinkering away, trying to hold the flashlight and get it all done. Amen. And then trying to find parts. You know how it is when you're trying to find a part. Well, where are we going to find a part? Well, let's see if we can find something. Let's go look back over in the back behind in the shed behind the trailer and see if I can find a part. You know how that goes. All right. So they had a wonderful mechanics convention, sort of, kind of. Mm-hmm. So... The bus was finally fixed, and the caravan of believers of the saints of God left and thanked Robbie and Uncle Jack and his wife for their kind hospitality. Amen. So Paul finally arrived in Wisconsin with the full intent to lead Uncle Jack to the Lord. 
He got there about a day and a half after they had all departed. He just missed them. Can you believe it? Well, what a surprise he had in store. He was shocked. I mean, he was shocked. Because you got to understand that after they had what you may as well call a camp meeting impromptu, you know that Uncle Jack got saved. He got filled with the Holy Ghost. He was speaking in tongues. And after he put his teeth back in, it went even better. Plus, by that time, by the time they had done all that they were, and the power of God fell and the glory fell, and you know how it went. You wish you were there. He was laying hands on the chickens, on the dog on the pigs, and everything else he could find. You know that's what happened. So, Paul said that he had to repent and change because he understood that he had limited the Holy One of Israel in his doubts and unbelief. He had limited God with his itty-bitty, teeny-weeny, failing faith. However, Uncle Jack was singing the glories of God. So in Psalm 78, verse 41, Psalm 78, verse 41, it says, Yea, turned back and tempted God. And limited the Holy One of Israel. Well, what do you mean by that? It means we do this all the time. Excuse me. We do this all the time. And we're not supposed to do this. Because it's a sin. Yes, it is a S-I-N sin. Mm-hmm. We see a situation. And we don't think God can do any more than just this right here. That's the level that and we're saying to him, okay, you can do this, but no further. And the Bible says they turned back and tempted God. So we're we're backsliding when we do that. That's what he's saying. Because God has explained to us in Ephesians 3.20 that he is able To do. Exceeding abundantly above. But we're saying. No he can't. So we're telling a lie. That's another thing. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Against thy neighbor. So we're bearing false witness. Against our savior. See. We're doing it wrong. But we're going to get it right. Aren't we. Yes we are. And it says when we do that, we limit the Holy One of Israel. Because we try to contain him in something that's too small for him. 
Amen. The Bible tells us that we should look at things this way. Don't look to how big your need is. We're supposed to look to how big our God is. Our circumstances are hindrances to seeing God's true abilities. If we leave our eyes focused on our circumstances, the devil's going to use those same circumstances to make us doubt God and his word. The way to find our victory in all of this is to keep our eyes on how big our God is and his ability. Because he promises to take us through, saints, one step at a time. But just like in this testimony, each step is a miracle. Amen? Amen? So, let's go to Psalm 36. Psalm 36, beginning with verse 7. Psalm 36, beginning with verse 7. How excellent is thy loving kindness, O God! Therefore the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. Excellent in loving kindness. Excellent. Nothing less. So much so that the children of men willingly put their trust under the shadow of his wings. They shall be abundantly satisfied, satisfied with the fatness of thy house, and thou shalt make them drink of the river of thy pleasures. How do you like that? What do you think? Let's go to Mark, the Gospel of Mark, chapter 9, verse 23. Mark chapter 9, verse 23. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Really? Yes, that's what it says. If we can believe, all things are possible to We've got to believe Jesus for who he really is, not who we squish him down to be. We can't squish him like you do a loaf of bread with your arm. He's the living bread. He's not squishable. Is that a word? (laughs) I'm not sure, but it is now. Okay? You can't do that. Let's go to the Gospel of John. Chapter 10, verse 10. The Gospel of John. Chapter 10, verse 10. The thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Jesus says, I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. So see, you can have more than abundantly. It came right out of his mouth. And Jesus cannot tell a lie because he truth. Amen? Amen. Let's go visit First Timothy 
chapter 1, verse 14. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 14. And the grace of our Lord was exceeding abundant with faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. My, the grace of our Lord was exceeding abundant with faith and love which is found in Christ Jesus our Lord. So see, it's in him. He lives in us. So it's in us. So we've got to change. We have to change, saints. It's imperative. You know, Amos 3.3 says, we can't walk with Jesus unless we agree with him. Well, that means we have to change because there is no changing in him. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. There, no immutability. No immutability. He's not changeable. He doesn't act like us, okay? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> he, he's not schizophrenic. He's not double-minded. None of that, okay? He's disciplined. He is the sound mind we need. And so, he tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, and God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that ye, Always having, always, not sometimes, not one time, not uh, every 10 years. No, 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 no. Always, always, always having all sufficiency in all things. It didn't say some things. So you'll have all sufficiency, all sufficiency in grace, all sufficiency in hope, all sufficiency in love, and and on and on, including patience and long-suffering and forbearance and temperance. You know what I mean. Amen. And you get to abound to every good work. So it's, it's limitless. It doesn't have a limit. So you can't, you can't give it one. Okay? Alright. So we have so far. <coughs> Excuse me. So in Philippians 4.19... We read, mm-hmm. hold on a second, saints. If you're just joining us, we're live with Dr. Sabrina Sessions, coming to you from Miracle Internet Church in Jacksonville, Florida. All right. Sorry about the interruption. I That's apologize okay. for that. No worries. Had, amen. Had to get my, my, my voice back. <laughs> it was going out the window. In Philippians 4.19, God says, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. All your need. Not part of it. 
all of your need, whatever you need, God is going to supply it by his riches in glory. You know, in heaven, the corn they have there, it's demoed. It's not like down here at all. Things are just the way they're supposed to be in heaven. There is no corruption in heaven. There's no sorrow there either. According to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Psalm 23. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup, here it goes, runneth over. Overflow. Overflow. Continual overflow. Remember he's still honey in the rock? Remember? Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. You know, I mentioned, I mentioned a minute ago about honey and the rock. It says in Deuteronomy, he made him to ride on the high places of the earth that he might eat the increase of the fields. He made him to suck honey out of the rock and oil out of the flinty rock. He's honey in the rock. Yes, he is. I happen to like that about him. Okay, back to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Now, What do you say to that? What do you say to that? Well, I'm going to say thank you, Lord. You know, in the U.S., Thursday is our thank you, Lord day. I saw that some um, uninformed person decided uh, to make something on the Internet and call it Friendsgiving. No, it's Thanksgiving. When the pilgrims had the first Thanksgiving, 
they gave thanks to God, first of all, that they were alive. Because if the Native Americans had not been so gracious and kind to them, they would have been dead. They weren't prepared for the America that they met. And so they were thankful to God that he had spared their lives and that he had provided for them and taken care of them. He was their provision. He was their honey in the rock. Amen? And so, as even if you don't live in the U.S., and they celebrate their version, your version of Thanksgiving some other time of year. I want to invite you to share with us on Thursday when families and groups of people and communities all over the U.S. are going to stuff their faces with food. I bind the spirit of gluttony in Jesus' name and I release the spirit of enjoyment in the provision of God. You know, this is a very special day. It's one of my favorite holidays. I have two favorite holidays. Resurrection Sunday and Thanksgiving. Those are my favorite ones. And to tell you the truth, whether I have turkey or not, you know, I wasn't going to have any turkey. I was going to say, well, Lord, I don't feel like that, you know, doing this and doing that, all the preparation. So I'll just go to the store and get a steak and throw it on the on the on the grill pan on the stove and that'll be it. And as I was contemplating all of this, he said, no, get what you really want. Go get some turkey. So I went to the first store and they didn't have what I wanted. So I left, and I went to Wally World. And for those of you that don't know what that means, Walmart. So I walked around, and I, I walked up to where the sign said turkey, and I spoke to the young lady that was working there, and she showed me something that was not what I was looking for. So I turned to leave. And as I was moving the cart forward, the Holy Spirit turned my face. And focused my eyes on what I wanted. It was someplace else. And I said, wow. And then I was happy about it. And I got my, my turkey legs. And then I bought some Cornish hens. I wasn't going to get but one. He said, get four. So I did that too. Then I got all the other little things that I wanted to get. Not very much at all. I thought it was overly priced, but that's another thing. I had enough money to pay for it. So you see, God will provide no matter where we are in the earth, no matter what is available in our locale. God's blessing, his grace, his abundant, his super abundant grace. He said he is able to, to release his grace in a supernatural way. He's able to make all grace abound toward us. So I invite you to partake of his grace and partake of his hope and partake of his peace and partake of his joy 
and to partake of his praise and thanksgiving. And I pray a very happy, blessed, and safe Thanksgiving to you all. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Great word today. What would you like to title it for the archive? That's a good question. (laughs) Exceeding abundantly above. Excellent. I love it. Now, Dr. Sabrina... Um, for those that may be tuning in for the first time, tell us again how they can find you on the web and locally at church and support the ministry of Miracle Internet Church. Well, I'll be happy to do that, man. Um, you can find the saints at www.miracleinternet.com internetchurch.com and when the page comes up it'll tell you where we worship here locally we have a small local church small intimate local church here in Jacksonville we have a much larger internet church that's international our internet church now is international Yes, from Australia to UK to Canada to a lot of other places I'd be naming for a while now. And so everyone is welcome to join in and listen. You may find us on the in, on the internet and you may listen to us by phone. The phone number on Wednesdays and Fridays and on Sundays because we minister three times a week. So three one nine five two seven six two three five. We are on the air live at three one nine five two seven six two three five on Sundays at twelve thirty p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America and whatever time that happens to be in your time zone. We are also live on Wednesdays and Fridays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the U.S. or whatever time that happens to be in your time zone. And if you live in a part of the world where our hours are like 16 hours apart, you may come up to our website and go under Archive Sermons. You know, when it comes up across the banner, you'll see Archive Sermons. Click on it. When it changes, scroll down till you find the sermon for that day, and you may recast it. In fact, In that archive, we have over 12 years of sermons, and we have ministered two to three times a week, every week, for over 12 years. So you'll find just about all of our sermons there. Amen? And if you happen to click on the chat room, we have a very vivacious chat room, you'll see all the comments and amens and scriptures that the saints have placed in the chat room to encourage one another in the faith. Amen? So we have a very loving, warm, and sensitive church. We're non-denominational. We're Protestant. We're international. 
we, yes, we speak in tongues. We don't mind. It's a gift from God and we enjoy it. Amen. And we enjoy the company of those who come to join us. And we say, welcome, welcome, welcome. We'd love to enjoy your company too. Amen. It's good to fellowship with the body of Christ. It's good to come and worship with the saints of God. And if you have a prayer need, we have a global prayer warriors prayer room where you may in a few lines address the heavenly father with your brief prayer requests and supply a few scriptures and the saints will come up and agree with the decisions that God makes on your prayer requests, and we will agree with the scriptures that pertain to your need. Amen? So, we want you to be blessed, and we want you to enjoy the bounty and the blessing of the Lord, and we want everyone to be ready when Jesus returns. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Folks, again, MiracleInternetChurch.com. Dr. Sabrina, I'm all for December, but I will see you again in January, and I'll be in touch yes! with you to find out what <laughs> dates you got available. Does that sound good? Okay, let me see. Let me see, because my birthday is in January. Oh, well, oh. that's awesome. Whoa. <laughs> I'll make a mental note. So I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you, your birthday is coming, but my birthday isn't till next year. <laughs> hey, as long as I get to 120, then, you know, I'll celebrate every year. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> See, folks, this is a live broadcast. No artificial intelligence available here, okay? Absolutely. You don't, uh. have, to, you don't have to give me a date now, but uh, what I'll do is um, I'm actually going to, I'm putting together a new schedule for January, some morning and evening programs, and um, I'll text you, I'll email you, and then you just tell me what you want. Does that sound good? Sounds perfect to me. We love and appreciate you. Happy Thanksgiving to you and all of Miracle Internet Church. And we'll see you again soon. Love you much. God love bless. You God bless you. <whistles> Folks, that was Dr. Sabrina Sessions. Okay, I just heard back from Dr. Dino's team, Kent Hoven, and uh, we're going to get them on in January. I'm excited about that. I've been wanting to get him on for many years. But we did get an email back from him today. Okay, that's going to conclude uh, this week's broadcast. Happy Thanksgiving to you in America. Uh, you don't have to be in America to um, celebrate Thanksgiving. All you need is some turkey or chicken or duck, mashed potatoes and gravy, and a little bit of stuffing. If you can find it, and some rolls, and whatever else you want to add. I'm hoping I can find some stovetop stuffing. If I can, then I'm going to, believe me, I'm going to be mixing that up. Mashed potatoes and gravy? Yep. I'm allowing myself two days off to remake that. Birthday, of course, and Thanksgiving. Uh, but I don't know that I'm going to eat much cake, tell you the truth. Um, it's all good. Okay. Let me get up last night's program with uh, Gregory Ellis and also the two shows today. 
I'll upload them. I've got some Omega Man Reloaded programs to stick up there for you. Again, go to my website, OmegaManRadio.com. If you haven't already done so, you may want to consider downloading the Podbean app, the MixLR app, and sign up to Substack. If you want to, stay connected with us. If not, you're on your own. Because um, those are the three systems I'm using. Uh, We're not on YouTube at present. We're not on Facebook, not coming back there. And uh, we're just going to bring it in the house under MegamanRadio.com where we're censorship-free. We've got a uh, server that is being set up in uh, Asia for the vault. And uh, if the censors, and I hope that they don't, if they decide to step up the attacks on free speech, well, they're going to have a hard time with us because uh, we're not playing their game. Uh, I mentioned we were going to have some systems set up that would allow us to be hardened and bulletproof against censorship efforts in the future. And uh, it's almost executed. Wait and see. We're going to pull the trigger on many of these things I've been telling you about. I just finished, by the way, the rough draft of the catalog. I did it uh, in the last few hours. It was a lot of work. But I went through and I have made a master list of all 10,600 and change shows. Now, it's a rough list. I still need to scrub it. And um, as we're remastering the reloaded shows, it'll be updated with official titles on it. I've just got to figure out how to display it. Either I'll put it up as a PDF or maybe uh, HTML. I'm not sure yet. But anyway, the catalog's done. The rough cut. First time we've ever had this offered where you can do a search. It's, I guess it's, I guess really what we need is a database, but I've got the uh, the, word, the Excel file done. We can turn it into a PDF too. Let me figure out how to display it. But you can search right now on any particular guest and it will tell you the episode to go to. That's pretty cool. You can download it too. Have a master catalog of every show we've done. Um, I think there's five that are unaccounted for. And I'm going to look for those. I don't know what happened to them. I think they were on the old blog talk system, and I tried to download them and couldn't. But that's not bad. Uh, We've got 99.9% of every show we've done. Okay. More details on that to follow. Where do I talk about these things? Go to my Substack page. So MegamanRadio.com. Get on Substack. I sent out an alert yesterday. Periodically, I'll send that out if there's some important news. Also, to alert you for any special events that we're doing, um, you want to be on that if you'd like to get alerts. Okay, all up to you. God bless you all. Father God, in Jesus' name, thank you for the speakers that we've had this month so far. Thank you for all those who have tuned in. Thank you for those who have supported the program. Bless everyone. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ over every one of us. Thank you, God, for all you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. Love and appreciate you, friends. MegamanRadio.com. God bless you. And uh, we'll see you uh, next Monday, God willing.